drive? Probably or, that's if it's oh. my if it's my truck, he doesn't know how to drive my truck. Uh, I drove your truck. How do you not know how to drive a truck? No, he doesn't. The gas pedal's a little sensitive. <laughs> it is a little bit because when you push on it, it goes. Well, yeah, because I got it fucking, I got it streamlined. Yeah. Cold air intakes, fucking straight piped, fucking a little couple other additives to it. It feels smooth, though. I'm sure it does. I only drove for like a quarter mile. But... <laughs> I'm surprised he let you drive it at all. I was not, I was not fucking <laughs> cognizant at all. When I woke up <laughs> on your fucking floor, I was like, where the fuck am I? Last time I drank four beers, like I couldn't even, like I was, I was speaking, but I wasn't really speaking. I was talking, I was speaking, but I was talking. Speaking in tongues. Yeah. <laughs> Got the Holy Spirit in them. <laughs> Got something in them. Spirit for sure. All right, we're live. Wow. Yeah, right. got him. Well, welcome to the Animals Podcast. How are y'all doing? Oh, great, great. Right. I'm Caden. I'm Tex. Yeah. And we have a special guest uh-huh. again. Special, special. Mm-hmm. You can introduce him. This man doesn't say much. So but, we decided to have him on a podcast. But he, his look says it all. Describe our guest. Describe his looks. The Northman. The Northman. The Northman. Okay. There Tell me go. more. That's it. The Northman. Okay. What was his name? R R R R R The Northman. <laughs> the Northman. All right, today we got zero three with us. How's it going, guys? Are you zero three? I'm doing all right. Fucking need me another beer. All right, let's get him another beer. Let's get him another <laughs> beer. Right, I'm going. Okay. Neither or oh, um, he's got a beer. He's good. Come sit oh. back down. That's a servant heart right there. Like I said, his look says it all. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Zero three. So as we do with everybody, meaning me and Caden and zero one, we'll start with a little bit of your upbringing and what got you into, let's start with guns. What got you into guns? Oh, shit. Fucking, there's kind of whole life surrounded being around guns from the beginning you know ever since i was little dad giving me a fucking bb gun down in south texas oh so you were you was born and raised in south texas uh yeah i was born down there because you're yeah. three and i found out we're from the same neck of the woods are y'all yeah won't go into where but yeah we didn't find yeah. out till same same here. area yeah it's fucking small world man yeah all right so started with a bb gun no, I was growing up in South Texas and going down to the hunting lease, you know, every now and again, and then getting a BB gun and shooting everything that moved. Yep. Yeah. And that's how it typically starts. Was it a red rider? Yeah, it was. It was a red with the, rider with the wood on the front. Not that fucking $17 one from Walmart. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was fucking high cotton, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you grew up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad had some guns. It's mostly hunting stuff. And then, you know, kind of leading into, some, you know, the future, 
was uh I remember being like six seven years old and hearing a bunch of commotion on the tv my dad was watching a movie go out and sit on the couch and fucking had me sitting down next to him he's watching fucking uh black hawk down mm-hmm. yeah right where the part where uh corporal jamie smith gets hit you know, that's perfect for a seven-year-old <laughs> <laughs> we were just watching that before you got here yeah. just watching yeah. that. it was a it was good fucking set the tone set the tone right away seven years old knew the path He's yeah a, of course being like seven just fucking breaking my heart seeing somebody bleed out on a table and it was just like all right go to bed <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was the introduction what about uh like school sports you play sports do anything like that yeah i mean shit. i don't remember when they started me on fucking flag football but that was uh shit. i guess as soon as i could join i was in yeah. flag football went all the way up until was it next one's peewee and then yeah. the other one's into middle school and then then the high school and then i was too short and too slow to go go past there so <laughs> okay. at that point that was my options were limited and it was like <laughs> start a job and a family or join the military what position did you play in football uh, linebacker linebacker that makes sense yeah that makes total sense i played linebacker too you did not yeah i did y'all are built the opposite sir i was fucking huge back in the day keep on reminiscing all right all right so um okay so high school sports were done did you did you think about doing anything else besides military no it's kind of like a family tradition and, oh you know as, as far as family goes back you know they were in the military on okay. one way or another so i think uh my grandfather was in one was in vietnam the other one was like a patriot missile or something okay gotcha so you knew Which, whichever it was one of the earlier ones then my dad was a mechanized infantry officer and then you know ever since watching john wayne movies growing up Hell fucking yeah. band of brothers uh what's the other one saving private ryan green beret yeah yeah all of them what's the whole, your favorite john wayne movie uh doesn't have to be military longest day okay or the quiet man yeah so both okay. of those are fucking top tier nice so okay. let's talk about your recruiting journey uh-huh did you just walk into the army army recruiter first off well you know being in high school i was like all right i got my options here family didn't have money at the time so it's like I either take out a huge fucking loan which I'm not responsible enough at that time to fucking pay back so are you even responsible enough for that now no absolutely not <laughs> the uh you know or like I always wanted to do I was in JRTC so I was that fucking nerd <laughs> I was like hey you know do something military and they offered the promise of getting two ranks up you know when you get in so I was hell like, yeah. yeah at high school you're like hell yeah I can be two ranks more fuck yeah <laughs> You know, but it was the only thing they had was Air Force Junior ROTC. Oh, no. So you can imagine the, you know, not fucking talking shit on some people out there fucking doing it. Yeah. But, you know, you don't get the fucking tier one quality people and JROTC. Yeah. Get some interesting individuals. You got to respect me. I'm a a future uh, U.S. Army soldier. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously you get both, right? You got you. Yeah. And then you got the other end. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there was a lot of good guys that ended up going to the military that were in there. Yeah, for sure. They're all, you know, part of the football team or doing some sort of sports. And then afterwards it transferred into joining the military. Okay. So it it was a, it was a springboard. It was a kind of introduction. You know, they, the, whatever you call them, teachers were, uh, quality individuals enough to kind of get people started. The ones who were interested in doing that. Right. So 
And then, uh, yeah, but to answer your question, they walked into the recruiting office, you know, down South Texas. Well, actually, let me step back. I thought about going Marines first. I could actually, and, I and could they see had that. this, uh, what is it, like a pooley, pooley day yeah. where you go out and and go and do some PT with them. Yeah. Well, you know, being a fucking the varsity linebacker at the time, going out and doing PT with the individuals out there. As soon as I got back, they were like, "Please sign this paper." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "We want you. We need you." And I was like, "You know, do the Marines have paratroopers?" They're like, "Well." <laughs> If you do this, this, and this, you can go and possibly jump on airplanes. I was like, I'm going to need a more definitive answer than that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And then fucking left and went to the Army recruiters. And I was like, oh, I want to be a paratrooper. And I want to jump out of airplanes. I want to be like my dad. I want to go experience what he experienced. And they're like, well, we got these options here. And they're like, have you ever thought about, you know, we have this option 40 contract. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> They're like, well, you can be a ranger. I was like, you know, like ranger school. Well, this fucking recruiter had no idea what the fuck ranger regiment was. Dude, we heard the same thing from zero one. Yeah. Like the initial guy didn't know what. Had no idea. You know, he was a combo dude back in Iraq, I guess. Okay. And had no idea what ranger regiment was. So he's like, well, here's, it says here on the list, option 40, you can be a ranger. I was like, well, I want to do that. He's like, but it's a truck driver. I was like, I don't want to be a fucking truck driver. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. I drive my truck anyway. Like, I don't need to do that. The, uh, he's like, well, if you want to be option 40 infantry, it's not open right now. I was like, I got time. I'll wait. I think I waited like maybe three months. He called me up and he's like, hey, it's on the list. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, put me down. Hell yeah. And then fucking, uh, yeah, waited. I think I went through maps like twice. Did, uh, did the whole ASVAB got high enough and it was it was similar to zero one. I was listening to y'all's last podcast and it was like, well, you want to be, you know, military intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> intel like, you know, want to be an intel guy? And I was like, I want to sit behind a fucking desk, I want to jump out of airplanes, I want to people in the fucking face. You're like, I don't know if you're not hearing what I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I don't know, if, you know, him being combo, he's not fucking getting it. <laughs> I was like, I watched Black Hawk Down. I want to do what they did. Hell yeah. Except not get shot. So, so went through that, went through the whole fucking rigmarole of going through processing and, uh, you know, go through basic that whole nine yards and fucking, how was basic for you? Uh, it was a lot softer than I thought it was going to be. Everybody talks it up like some fucking big hoo-ha that you have to get through. And until that, like if you're physically fit, it's yeah, kind of, you just cruise. Yeah. And you can fucking listen to orders. Yeah. You know, that was the biggest problem is people not being able to fucking be a team player yeah people being wanting to be individuals people wanting to fucking do their own thing or just being fat bodies right but you can fix fat bodies you can't fix fucking heart or lack of heart yeah yeah okay so basic kind of a breeze for you and then what what's next i mean there was hard parts about it well for sure every you yeah. mean life is filled with hard parts yeah 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 and no, what was it, like 22 weeks for OSIT? Uh, Back in the day, same thing. It was like four weeks of infantry training afterwards, which was just a continuation of basic training. <laughs> it, you know, it's bullshit. And, they, uh, and then we go to jump school after that. And we had like a break to go back home for a little bit. We go to jump school. And then 
I still had no idea what fucking Ranger Regiment was. At I was going to ask you, did you even know what you signed up for? Did you no. know what you signed up for? No, I thought it was going to Ranger School. Like, as soon as you finish basic training, you go to Ranger School. And okay. Like, but you knew, you knew what Rangers were. Just, like, come from Black Hawk down, you're like, this is the work I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, perception. Like, it, okay. was, it was the next level up. It was, like, specialized infantry. Maybe, like, you know, what they were back in the day. Not, right. You know, the specific group that they are now. Mm -hmm. So, the, yeah, you're at jump school. And doing I, this is, like, what you wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah. going through jump school, hearing everything my dad talk about it when he was in. And and just realizing, you know, honestly, how much it had fallen off from that time period. Because mm. he was saying how they'd fucking just never stop running. Yeah. Yeah, where we, one specific memory sticks in my mind, is we were marching to the chow hall doing some sort of Jody that was insinuating, you know, sexual actions. Well, some individual got upset by this, complained... Uh. And then we stopped doing Jody's the entire rest of the time in jump school. Ah, uh, so you saw the culture change. You yeah. saw the beginning of what it is now. Which yeah, is... I mean, you know, it reared its ugly head and fucking you know, started showing itself. <clears throat> yeah. And then I think at that point, like right when I finished jump school, there was other guys that were had the option forty contract. I mean, of course, I knew them in basic, but you start becoming more friends as you're going through it because they're about to go through the same stuff, and they're like. You know, can't can't wait for rasp. I'm like, what the fuck is rasp? Okay, wait, we're pause, going to wait, pause right here. You're at jump school. What was it? Was that awesome? Like, was that what you wanted it to be? Oh yeah, it was because like, you told the recruiter I want to jump out of airplanes. Yeah, was that the first time that you jumped out of a plane? Yeah. Or did you skydived or anything before? No. Okay. No, that's the first time I ever fucking like so got in a military plane and fucking jumped out of it. Hell yeah! Like first military plane I've ever been in, I jumped out of. Was that badass? And I was the first jumper. Oh shit! <laughs> I, it, you know the way it lined up, my roster number, everything. I was the first jumper. I'm standing there in that door. I'm fucking. My knees are jello. <laughs> and I was like, just like, just like Bander Brothers, just like Bander Brothers, just like Bander Brothers. I was fucking. I'm not gonna be a bitch about this. I'm the fucking first one out, which was you know a pride thing for me. So I was like, that's fucking first jump, first one out. Felt pretty badass. Yeah, awesome. Okay, all right. So now we're in the rasp. Oh. Uh, digress a little bit that was the uh the last group to jump the t10 parachute before they switched over to the t11 what does that mean for uh, guys who don't know because i don't know what that's a different type of parachute the, okay. the t10 was the rounded fucking like olive green one okay and the t11 is that square one okay i'm tracking now okay yeah. i mean that was you know it was the same parachute my dad jumped with nice. so that was kind of a pride thing for me as well yeah for sure and then uh you know do your five jumps or whatever get done it's five jumps yeah Damn, you gotta like you gotta jump more than that to get certified outside the military. Yeah, well, it's five jumps like back to back, back to back. So you you get certified in one day. Well, sometimes they'll do two jumps in one day, and then you know sometimes it's one per day. Okay, okay. It depends on the schedule because you got a lot of waiting time. There's a lot of people going through, so it all depends Dude, on what's that. What's that like at night? What jumping? Yeah, landing, <laughs> not uh, jumping. <laughs> landing. I mean, jumping is probably the same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, jumping out, you're like, please fucking open. And then you feel it, and you're like, all right, cool, I'm good. And that ground comes a lot faster than you think it does. You look down, you're like, oh, yeah, I probably got about 200 meters. And then, boom. You're fucking, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm getting an MRI. Does everybody does that uh, little technique where you put Not everybody. I've watched plenty together. of people not do it. And it's just fucking Yeah, you ever shit. see it, like, you remember those little plastic army men? Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Imagine like throwing that off the balcony, and that's how some people land. 
<laughs> yeah, especially when you get like those really windy days and they come in fucking hard as shit. Good lord. Like they're like coming in sideways. Like you've seen the videos of the dudes just being drug yeah across. you know like you take a sack of potatoes and just beat it against the ground and then drag it for 100 meters <laughs> like seen that fucking dude landing in a bramble butt br- bramble bush up in jblm just fucking whoop, the entire fucking parachute going over the oh, bush, and he's right in the middle of it no no and i was like man you're good and he's like yeah i'm fine so not my problem <laughs> <laughs> i was like all right i mean if you needed help you would have said something yeah yeah that's true all right, so um, after you finished airborne school, did you like did you have time off before RASP, or did they just come and get you uh, right away? I, I remember correctly, there was like some like downtime. It's not like going home or anything. Yeah, you had downtime yeah. to kind of collect your thoughts, and then you go to pre-RASP. Actually, I think it was just like we walked straight from jump school straight to pre-RASP. Yeah, and that's when the whole fucking shit show began. <laughs> Like, you know, you get your pee-pee slapped more than ever as soon as you fucking step onto that fucking asphalt. So pre-rasp is just working out 24-7 type of thing. Uh, Not necessarily working out. They're working you out. Oh, they're working <laughs> you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's kind of the first process in weeding out individuals. I mean, we had plenty of dudes that said they wanted to do it, but just the waiting process to go to rasp and pre-rasp they were falling left falling out left and right like fucking flies just from time or from what the work y'all were doing while waiting uh, mainly time you know when you give people some time to you give enough rope to hang themselves they will yeah you know so it kind of psyched themselves out basically or just they didn't give enough shit uh-huh. to fucking go through it so they dipped out to do other things so it sounded like a good idea but then the reality was yeah like, once they went through everything and got to that point they're like i want to do it anymore yeah so they dipped yeah for whatever reason uh, some wild stories come out of there but it's a topic for another time <laughs> okay so i'm sure rasp was a beat down yeah you actually went through rasp twice jesus christ yeah you want to get into why well first time i had an upper, <laughs> upper respiratory, i know the story <laughs> upper respiratory infection like that whole deal and we had over numbers so they were just fucking us up yeah you know? So, oh, they were over numbers. So they were trying to, yeah, they, I mean, encourage some dudes to, they were trying to get the best, the Intel guys, the best they could out of that group of shitheads that we all were. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, I think one of my favorite experiences out of that was waking up one morning was for a fucking run and you're in such a rush. I didn't go pee. And then we're like, hey, we're going to go on a brisk little run, man. So I'm like, okay. We did like three, four, whatever miles. Like fucking six miles into this. I'm like, I'm about to fucking piss myself. You should just let it go. I should have. I but just we're running in formation the entire time. So if I'm peeing, I'm peeing on the guy behind me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good for peer reviews. <laughs> That's not good for peer reviews. No. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, made it through second time. Fucking... You know, waited around for orders. Oh, before we get into that, I know there's this um, legendary range called Coal Range. Can you get into that, or is that kind of like? Yeah, I don't want to. You know, like ruin it for people. Disclose <laughs> everything. We uh, narrow it down. It sucks. <laughs> you know, it's a it's an experience. Really find yourself out there, <laughs> and you find other things too. 
So from what I heard, it was a lot of hitting the wood line and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I stopped counting after triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, okay, so you get through that. Yeah, How- you watch full, like, men at the time, quote, men. Fucking, we were all kids, you know. See them turn into just the biggest pussies. Mm-hmm. And they don't range. get like three meals a day, and they're like, "Oh my god!" What are the okay two types of rangers? What are they? Uh, you got the sleepy ranger. You got the hungry ranger. Uh, I'm the hungry ranger. I'm the sleepy ranger. Sleepy ranger. Yeah, we've talked about sleepy this. rangers. Fucked me up more times than I'd like to. <laughs> all right, so got through all that. How was the job? Did you like the job? Oh yeah, it's the best job I ever had. Yeah, I mean, every every job has its pros and cons, but that shit was like testosterone testosterone fueled freaking badassery. Like okay. nowhere in my life up to this point have I experienced like that much cool badass shit. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Like fucking ruined relationships. I loved it so much. <laughs> So we, yeah, you kind of hear that a lot kind of throughout and you were second battalion. I was. Okay. What was the job? Uh, what's, I, what's day to day for zero three back in the day? Oh shit. Fucking my squad leader at the time, a dude was shorter than me, but could run like, like no other. I mean, that dude was like six minute miles for like eight plus miles. I could never. Yeah. This dude never seen anything like it just continued could run for that long was he muscly yeah yeah it wasn't like a fucking you know right brick shit house but <laughs> but not a chopstick shit house no no okay. it wasn't like, right, it, it wasn't like a fucking All marathon right, runner but this guy like he could hold his own you know he was fucking you know he knew his shit like this he was the senior squad leader yeah you know of this platoon but the man could run faster than people like your height <laughs> Damn, and I got was, them strides. And he was shorter than me. They would fucking take off. I, you know, have bro, one don't to... fucking lie, bro. What? You got long torso, short leg, dude. I do not have short legs. You're the one to talk. Yeah, straight up, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Zero three. I thought you were gonna be on my side on yeah, this. Yeah, you one. fucked up that on that one. You're <laughs> not numbered now. I'm playing both sides. No <laughs> so they they started running. It sounds like is that's where you were yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this dude loved running, so we all did. And of course, we had, you know, like, fucking almost every single day when I started out, was just fucking running. How far? Uh, What's anywhere normal? from like eight to ten miles. Eight to ten miles a day. Yeah. To start your day. Yeah. Jesus. Like, I wanted to fucking cry, piss, shit, curl up in a ball at the same time. The shitting would be my problem. I There's no imagine. way I can wake up first thing in the morning and <laughs> not shit and run eight miles. <laughs> Forget you about peeing about the pants. runner streamers. Just go. I'll just we'll put on a diaper every morning first thing. God damn, that would chafe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after the run, what the fuck? What was y'all's? What was y'all's job? What were y'all trying to do? You know, it was really dependent. You know, it's dependent on what we were doing. If we were doing fucking task force training, if we were getting ready for deployment, we were fucking, you know, this set and Tell the other a thing. Little bit about deployments. What was going on there? I was I was part of a gun team on deployment, yeah, so you know we were attached to you know the rest of the platoon whenever they went out. So so it was all all dependent. I was a fucking lowly private, you know, had 
the time of my deployment. Yeah. Not as quick as zero ones, but you know, I still had enough time to fucking try to pull my head out of my ass. All right. And then tell me um, about transitioning out. Like what brought you to that? And then what were your plans for after? Did you have plans or what was the deal? Yeah, what was you know, near my end of service was I got moved over to the 82nd. So when I got moved over, did my last year there. And the, you know, and it was, it was actually enjoyable. Was it? It, it was on a different level, mm-hmm. but it was an enjoyable. Because, was it a big change of pace or? Yeah, definitely change of pace. I mean, you realize just how good you had it, you know, be, you know, being in regiment mm-hmm. and then going back or going, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. That makes sense. So whenever, whenever you got out, you miss it immediately? No, it was kind of a, you know, a left on a sour note. You know, when I got out, it was, uh, wanted another deployment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanted one. They were like, oh yeah, you got a deployment. It's lined up. It's on the patch chart, ready to go. So I was like, okay, when do you need your uh, recruitment numbers? When is that window close? And they're like, oh, end of October. I was like, okay, when is my reenlistment window close? Or sorry. Yeah. Is it end of November? So I was like, I'll talk to you in November. Come back in midway through November. I was like, hey, we still deploying? Like, no, I got transferred. You know, went to a different unit. I was like, all right. See, I'm going home. The deployment went to a different union. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, call me up if you need me. What year is this? Uh, was it 17 or 18? And I don't know what was like shit hot. Was anything going on? No, no. It was kind of fucking, you know, from what I understand at that point, because I was waiting to go back. So you always hear it, hear what really happened when the guy's coming back. Yeah. He's going to tell you, hey, this is what we're actually doing over there right now because of offset stuff. So they really didn't, you know, wasn't hearing anything returned back from guys that were still in or guys that were over there that they were doing shit hot stuff. Okay. You know, it was, it was kind of, let's say, the the wind down. Yeah. So it was, a nat- going, it was a natural time. Yeah. It's, it's just all the way up until recently with those events. Yeah. Okay. And then um, what led you to this group, a group? What got you started on that? Well, you know, getting out was a tough transition. You know, a lot of veterans can probably fucking associate with that. It was a hard transition going from, you know, where to be, what time, what uniform, and what you're going to be doing for the most part. Is there comfort in that? Yeah, it's security. You know, it's kind of your security blanket. Like, even though you be hate, I hate fucking running in the morning, you realize that's what's going to give you some sort of structure to kind of fucking attach yourself to, even though it may suck. You're like, hey, I know what's coming next. Or right. I know my next paycheck is in fucking two weeks. Yeah. You know, I know that's coming. I know there's food at the chow hall. There's fucking excuse you. Yeah. <laughs> the uh yeah, you know, there's all this fucking kind of that security stuff. And when you get out, you're like, Oh, what the fuck do I do with myself? You know, there's nobody saying, Hey, you need to be up at five AM to go and do this shit. You need to, you know, be in this uniform. There's a lot of, you know, stuff that's left up to you as an individual when you get out. You know, because I joined out of high school, so I never had, like, a fucking 
legitimate solid job prior to that. So getting out was even harder for me. I would say in comparison, is it like, what do I do with myself? You know, where, yeah. where do I look for a job? And I was job hunting, you know, job bouncing from one to another that didn't seem to fit the same kind of level that I was used to being at. You know, that would be pretty hard to find something at the level of what you're doing before. Wait, yeah, you know, without having fucking 20 years of experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Or, or knowing somebody that can bring you, bring you on like a mentor or family member. They can be like, hey, let me take you under my wing. Let me get you set up. You know, my family had their business and their stuff that they were doing, but it was kind of like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, so it was a long time to try to figure out, you know, kind of pulling myself up by my fucking, you know, bootstraps, be able to push forward and say, hey, like, this is, this is not what a ranger is supposed to be. You know, I'm sitting here like a fucking bump on a log. I need to be doing something. So you had some time where you were static. Yeah. Where like, you it, were just- it was, it was static to a point, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I still had a nine to five, it's just like, this is not where I want to be in by next year, let alone five years from now. How was your head during that? Uh, It was was a a low place. Yeah. It was definitely a low place. It was just, you know, because like I said, you had that structure, but when you don't have that anymore, you're supposed to be able to pick up that slack. Yep. You know, and finally fucking got around, pulled myself up. Uh, started climbing cell phone towers because that was the adrenaline and the paycheck. Yeah, pretty nice little part. paycheck. Yeah, it was, it. It, was, it was nice as a single guy at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was real nice to have that kind of paycheck. You know, fucking hated it during the week, but fi- fucking Friday rolls around. And like, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll climb that tower again. So whenever, answer this if you want to, but what got you out of like the funk? Only because I know there's people for sure listening who are either in it or have been through it or are going to experience it. Anything, is there any like single thing that happened where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Or it, was it pro- like, did it progress over time? Well, it was a gradual slide down that slope. Okay. Until, you know, you reach at a point that I had, uh, had a failed relationship, you know, so that, that put me, fucking bottom barrel that'll do it so, to anybody. yeah <laughs> so for the you know the only way up you know only way to go is up <laughs> yeah, that i'm as point, low as i could be boys <laughs> i was like this fucking sucks <laughs> like okay now i have no attachments whatsoever i can fucking do what i want yeah and then the friends that i made in the new town that i moved to after i got out because it wasn't the same old town you know fuck that place <laughs> but uh you know going to this new town trying to make friends that didn't correlate and those that were military veterans in that town were you know like other mos's so there wasn't anything to relate like hey you remember staying in that foxhole for fucking weeks at a time no bro it was you know throwing your papers in the trash (laughs) so i mean there was a there was a little bit of a disconnect across you know different mos's and stuff like no you know no shame towards them but it, it just didn't connect right you know, like the same yeah. the connection that we have in the group it's different sure i mean you can probably you know recognize with people that you talk to you can't have that same kind of conversation definitely because it's not that same level of energy so yeah and but, so you got out of the funk and then yeah, it's, it's finally you know it's, it's something that pulled me out of the funk quite a bit you know quite a few times saying like hey you know is this 
who I want to be? You know, is this the image that I want to portray given my history? You know, do I, is, is this what a fucking ranger would do? Is this what I want to be? Is this where I want to go? So on and so forth. Where it's like, hey, you know, I need to fix my shit. Yeah. Because nobody's going to fucking tell me to do it. Right. It takes, it took some soul searching, took some fucking made a uncomfortable position. So unbearable that I was finally like, Hey, I need to fucking do something. And honestly, a lot of, a lot of prayer and reflection, you know, something where you get beat up trying to do things on your own that are reverted back to you know Christianity and saying, Hey, you know, I fucking need help. And a lot of people want to try to gut through it on their own, mm-hmm. but you realize you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. There's always got to be somebody, you know, that's yep. why people hang out with other people. We can't just be fucking solitary individuals and distance ourselves because unless you're helping yourself out, you need other people to come and help you out. It's fucking, it's mutual. Yep. That's spot on. That's spot on. Um, and then from there you're out, you got yourself a job and where does the group come in? Well, I want to, I want to touch on other things that, that helped me out. Yeah. Hit it in the transition. There's other guys that had gotten out about the same time, staying in contact with your army, army buddies or your yeah. military buddies, staying in contact with them, your boys, checking on their welfare, checking on fucking, you know, conversing back and forth, you know, talking about old stories or old events together and stuff like that helps with that transition. It helps fucking nice. <laughs> You know, it helps come out of the funk, at least for a little bit. It's kind of that little fucking break, that respite, you know, between fucking beers and tobacco use that helps you fucking recover a little bit. Yeah. It gives you that that foothold to be able to fucking push off of. Okay. So check on your boys. Mm-hmm. Check on your boys. Obviously, military guys for sure, but. Yeah, I mean, even if it seems like, you know, if you're being a pest, I mean, there's a couple times that I saved some buddies from fucking eating a bullet just by calling them. Yep. I call them out of nowhere and they tell me that I was the last person they thought they would call. And then, you know, build the friendship from there. You got dudes coming all the way from South Texas just to come hang out at my house. Mm-hmm. Cause I helped them pull themselves out of that fucking low point. Yeah. That's good. So talk to your buddies. It's not just about the fucking weather and how's the wife and kids doing. Yeah, but hey, do you remember such and such? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good because y'all have that bond. Yeah. So yeah, bring guys back for sure. Check on your check on the boys always. All right. So we talking about the group? Defining the group? That's a fucking shit show. Is it? Yeah, that's a yeah. fucking whole like shooting in the dark you know to try to find something because after getting out you have your job you have your responsibilities and stuff but you also need that stress relief to be able to blow off steam because if you're doing your nine to five all the time it gets monotonous it's fucking tiresome it gets boring wake Even if up you're doing nine to five you, especially no. boring compared to your previous job yeah yeah <laughs> yeah doing the fucking job you know hopping all around was fucking stupid but you know from climbing even climbing cell phone, cell phone towers it was kind of fucking doing the same semi-repetitive stuff yeah to where you're like okay i want want something different i want find something that 
scratches that itch. And you start you start looking around, and there's plenty of opportunities, plenty of groups, this, that, and that thing. But like you were talking in you know previous episodes, where you go out to some individuals that are you know fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum just sitting Tweedle on the fucking D. log. General Tweedledee, General Lieutenant Tweedledee, yeah, General, <laughs> yeah, officers in their own world. Yeah, I mean, we all had that experience, all of us, yeah, including zero one. Maybe it's it's the fucking rite of passage that you find where you're supposed to be. I yeah, think you got so. to experience that yeah. to know how good we have it now. Well, yeah, it's a correlation. Yeah, you know, that's bad. That's good, and that's where I want to be. Yeah, no, you're right. And so, so there was a, yeah, I mean, a lot of searching on social media. And just trial and error. And then uh, there was the, the riots that happened a couple of years ago. And it really piqued up interest in saying, like, okay, you know, I feel like I need to help people. Because it's what you kind of signed on to do. You want to sh- fucking do bad things to bad people. And you want to help good people or innocent people and protect them from those bad people. Yeah. So, I mean, you get that drive to say, hey, I want to fucking do something about this instead of sitting on my ass and fucking watching the tv tell me what i should believe mm-hmm. so you go out and you start i had a, a couple dudes that were were down there down there in the area you know doing their stuff and it was just like okay you know what what can i do to aid them if, if even if it's fucking being a vehicle there you know, and a- after talking, you get down there and start talking to people and figure out, okay, this this guy's fucking nuts. You know, this guy's got the right mindset, but he's in the wrong place. And these people know what they're talking about. And they got me into other groups conversing back and forth until Zero One, Caden, and a couple other dudes were in this group. It wasn't the right place, but the right dudes were in it. Yeah, and it, it took to a point to where it got so wacky, let's put it that way, that we're like, all right, we'll fucking pick up our ball and go home, but stay in contact with the good dudes. Yeah. And then from there on, Zero One had something going on. I was like, okay. Well, I had my back up a little bit. I had my own group because it was like, I don't know where to go. I'm going to start my own entity. Same as Zero One. Yeah. Yeah. But it was such in a fledgling state and, you know, the vetting process was shit and it was more people who wanted, wanted friends or people who wanted to go do cool guy stuff without going through the cool guy suck. That's what I was telling you about. Say that again. Dump a fuck. Say that one more time. What you just said. What? People wanting to do the cool guy stuff without going through the cool guy suck. There you go. That's that's a fucking. You can even say it. I won't ask you to say it again. Put that on the fucking t-shirt. Yeah, straight up. Okay, that's good. So they got fucking, you know, everybody wants to look cool. But to be cool, you got to do the sucky shit. Yeah. And that's what I was telling you about, Tex, is that it was the same group chat I was in with you, uh, Zero Three, that uh, they usually want to go out to ranges and put on full gear which is nothing wrong with putting on full gear and training but all they did was put on full gear and shoot into a trash can and that was their ftx and that was their training type and just be a peacock yeah. want to show off but not have any like real purpose yeah so yeah th- we were all in that group chat um zero one zero three and me 
So, and then like zero three said, he kept in contact with zero one. He kept in contact with me. So, but yeah. Yeah. That's what led to, you know, having that group. It was like, okay, well, this isn't going anywhere. And zero one had his stuff together and invited me out to link up with him for a, a small event at that time. It was like, okay, I'm going to go see what this is about. Just go check it out. It's the worst thing. It's like, hey, it's not for me. I'm going to go back home, continue trying to do my own shit. But go out there. And even the simplest fucking training stuff was was beyond, you know, where I was at. And then after a while, he asked me to fold in. I was like, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any problem. Because a, a lot of the problems we see currently is everybody wants to there's too many fucking chiefs and not enough indians Mm -hmm. everybody wants to fucking be the boss everybody wants it their way instead of saying hey look i'm gonna step down and fucking you know let it go for the progression of me and my guys and them and their guys working collectively for a common goal yeah well it goes back i I thought it was interesting a lot of people want to start a group to either train for themselves or get prepared or whatever. And what you said is that you wanted to help people. Yeah. And so that is interesting and not something I've heard before. And I like it, but that falls right into what you just said about being able to take a step back and say, Hey, this is good for, this is good for everybody. Well, the, you know, the thing that people don't realize about leaders is leaders are really good at following as well. Is I mean, look at a, uh, you know, E5, E6 squad leader, E7, they still have people above them, but they're still a leader. Yeah. They've guys got, they have guys under them, but they're still able to fucking complete the job and working for the benefit as the, the whole entity, the whole unit to be able to progress. Right. You don't have to be the fucking commanding officer, general, lieutenant, so-and-so. Supreme leader. Yeah. Why are you looking at me while you're saying that shit? Because you're Asian. All right. That was a North Korea reference. Zero three. So <laughs> like we have a bunch of those dudes in our group right people who will listen who will follow what makes you think our group attracts like those kind of people or those those kind of dudes is it the vetting process or is it well the vetting process is part of it but then you got i mean the willingness to learn and put it that way it's like you accept that hey you may not know everything shit i don't know everything i don't pretend to know everything and, but I will relay what I know to people that know less than me. Right. And if it betters them, it betters me because of it. Because I can't always watch my own back. I need somebody to help me watch my back. And I can't trust somebody to, do, to be there in a hard time without me feeling confident that they know their shit. Yeah. Yeah, the willingness to do it is important. What do you think about... Uh... The leadership course. Honestly, like seeing it, you know, seeing it first when I went out there for the first time, it was, it was impressive. I liked it. You know, it, I wasn't expecting the kind of effort from say just normal Joe Schmo. Me and Caden. Being, being in the fucking, being the candidates. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I guess I had low standards for like regular <laughs> civilians. <laughs> Damn, yeah, but it, bro. No, but because on, the man. interaction you had with the previous like group chats and groups, yeah, it was like a lot of guys that made sure. me jaded. Yeah, for uh, sure. Made me jaded about what P 
people could accomplish or what they desire, you know, desire to do. Yeah, very few people will put themselves through that mm-hmm. if it's not their job. Yeah, getting off the flat range and actually going out and sucking in the woods for a little bit. Yeah. To be able to make themselves better. Because, you know, it's not for our fucking shits and giggles for us. Freaking. So y'all yeah, get yeah. some giggles out of it. Oh, yeah. At the end of it. Sure. <laughs> you know, but am I going to stay up for three days fucking, you know, training shitheads? No. No. Training those people to make themselves better to help people as a whole, the group as a whole. Yeah. So why, tell me why we train in your eyes. Well, like I said, it, you know, it's being able to be there if people need help, but nothing's black and white. Nothing's one thing. We as humans tend to think it's one singular reason when it could be, you know, multiple, multiple reasons. Yeah. Whether it's self-benefit, helping others, uh, making sure your family's okay, so on and so forth. People have a variety of reasons. People in the group probably have a variety of reasons. But it's all being able to accomplish the training to, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically be able to accomplish those individual tasks by making like the group collectively. So you're trying to achieve a collective goal yeah. through individuals' work. Yeah. Did I explain that well? Yeah, uh, sort of. So like individual's goal. Let's all guess what he means. Okay, you're up. Play the guessing game. I'm going to guess too. (laughs) (laughs) So group is there to support individual goals. And by doing that individual. Well, everybody shows. Let me put it this way. Everybody shows up for their own individual goals. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, mutually beneficial. Right, we're exactly. all there. Right. We're all doing They're it. Mutually beneficial. Yeah. You know, say you know something like round two happens. Can I say that? Is that going to get blocked? No, it's not going to get blocked. <laughs> so you got like freaking that shit to go again, and fucking toilet papers off the shelves. Fucking people are wearing fucking stupid shit on their heads. Yeah, people <laughs> losing their fucking minds. You can't go to the fucking grocery store anymore. Besides sitting in the fucking line or a queue just to get simple food items. You have your buddies you can reach out to, those that you know may have something that you need. Yeah. Be able to like trade across groups or trade across individuals instead of having to bend the knee to be able to get your basic necessities. Self sufficient. Self what? Sufficient. Self sufficient. There you go. You got it. That's it. All right. All right. Is English your first language? It's not. It is. I was born in fucking northern states, okay? Yeah. The northern part of South Korea. No. <laughs> All right. The northern states of the Supreme Leader. Yes, that's correct. Okay. I'm glad you made it, though. Okay. It's impressive. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> okay, last thing on the group. What do you think um, people should look for when they're looking for groups? Again, that's people that I listen to are in a group. Forming a group, building a group, or looking for a group? I really look at the leaders, the leaders of the group. That's something that I've been talking to, you know, my brother and other members of the group about it, is look at, look at it through a specific lens of, is that somebody I would trust my life and welfare and even your family's life in their hands? Would I follow that person into combat? Would I follow them into, say, or tornado area? Would I trust them with my life and my welfare 
if you say no to that, why are you still following those people? Yeah, and as well as like putting the effort to get together and spend time and get to know their families too. I think that's important to building trust and cohesion within the guys as well. Yeah, definitely important. It's more, depending on what your group is, our group is more than guys that train together. That's true. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and we're lucky to have that. Cause going back to people who want, let's just say friends and friends, why not make yourself better Mm -hmm. and, and have have a group of friends on top of that. It's a fucking win-win scenario. Sounds good to me. It's not a group of friends. It's a group of brothers. I thought he was going to say family. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Family. Family. That's good. Yeah. I do a Vin Diesel impression and say family. It's family. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. But yeah, like I, I see all of y'all as family. Like if y'all need to crash at my place, y'all can come crash. Been done before. Yeah, right? Yeah, even though I don't remember it. Yeah. And then you woke up with me, my son, and my wife just snoring out of the ass. Yeah, your floor is not that comfortable. <laughs> well, I guess I wanted to touch on yeah. really like, you know, the multifaceted part of being a part of a group. Okay. Like, regardless if something bad happens or not, you're bettering yourself, not only for you, but your family and for those around you, your buddies, your bros, your group, you know, people in the group, even if you're not hanging out at their house. You're bettering yourself for them as well as individually. As well, if you got, you know, a wife and kids, you're bettering yourself for them. Because no, as far as I know, no girl sits there daydreaming about some beta fuck <laughs> with a fucking weak chin that can't. Here we go. <laughs> that can't fucking take care of her. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. It, it's not, I mean, that's not natural. Yeah. So you got to be the fucking meat-eating body stacker that you were put on this earth to be. Yes, sir. Okay. And looking back on history. Go ahead, uh, right? body stacker. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Hold on. <laughs> but looking back on history, the men got together, formed a group to protect their families together in a collective group. Yeah. All throughout the history, there was, there was tribes everywhere, and it was not a one-man thing. They were bettering each other. They were doing stuff together. Because they to were in protect. a group. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it, everybody wants to imagine themselves as the fucking Lone Ranger, CAG, Delta Seal, holding off the hordes of, you know. Go ahead. What's your favorite bandits. movie? What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Uh-huh. Rhodesia. Leonardo DiCaprio. Blood Diamond. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Everybody has a fantasy of hey. being on the ridge. Just letting you guys go. Yeah. Be like, get out, get out. This dude has a terrible South African accent. It's horrible. <laughs> or what is it? Rhodesia. It's called, we call it Rhodesia. The Rhodesian <laughs> accent. No, my wife's South African. Yeah. Uh, so that my, probably insulted her. My wife is South so African and she's just talking shit that entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're training. It's not, uh, it doesn't have to be doomsday prepper mindset the whole time because yeah, i mean shit at the end of the day you're bettering yourself yeah you're making yourself stronger you're uh fucking refining your sinews let's put it that way 
Ooh, that was eloquent. What? Sinew. What the hell is your senses? Sinew. sinew. Your muscles have sinews. It's attaching. It's attaching your, your material. Senses, your capabilities. You know what oh, you're. Okay. What you're capable of doing. You can sit there and you're be becoming like, oh, an yeah. asset. You're slowly becoming an asset. All right. I used to be able to run. You know, five minute, thirty second miles. I can't fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not with these knees. No. You know, but I still get out there and, and try to get back to it. Right. And what is it? What's the saying? Ain't as good as I once was. Toby Keith. Yeah. I ain't as but good as But are you as, as good I once was. as you ever were? Can you bust out a 530 right now? Fuck no. <laughs> Damn. But I'm working on it. Okay. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> Not 530, but, you know, I could probably still pass a PT test. I bet you could. <laughs> I bet you could. At today's standards, absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, train getting better, but you're also building a relationship with the boys and you got your families together. I know y'all too have your families together. Yeah. You're in similar stages there. So it's and just hanging out with the boys. It's well, not all about just it's surrounding yourself with quality individuals. Yes. Right? Because you if you want to see yourself in the future, look at the people you surround yourself with. Bingo. So if you surround yourself with people that you don't aspire to be like, how do you expect to be better as an individual? Yep. Birds of a feather flock together. So you surround yourself with fucking good dudes that'll have your back in a fight, bar fight, whatever kind of fight you get into, if any, or a bad situation. Say, hey, you're fucking, even if it's down to your truck battery died, like today, help one of the, help Doc. Yeah. out today you know he was he was in need we pulled fucking work off to go help him yeah surround yourself with people that'll help you out and vice versa yeah yeah i'm always there you are literally always there you're like a fucking fly to butter <laughs> just fucking always there <laughs> <laughs> wherever you need i'm there if i'm not out of town i'm there if you were even out of town, I bet you would drive back or catch a flight back. Yeah, why not? I like the mindset. All right, anything else you want to hit on? Zero three? No, we got anything else? You got anything, Caden? Hey, zero three, I care about you. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate I just that. was in that picture that we have of zero three with the red eyes. <laughs> That's how he was just looking at you. Text, I care about you. I care about you too, Kate. Thank you. And Zero Three cares about you as well, even though he won't say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it there. Go ahead. Sign us off. All right, guys. Till next time. Adios. Adios. We're waiting on you, Zero Three. Oh, you're waiting on me? Yeah. All right. Drinking beer over here. Zero One had the same problem. All right. Zero Three says bye. <laughs>